This week on Songs from a Cellar, my buddy Craig Wiseman is in the house. Our special hey. guest. It's going to be awesome. Mm. And go! Songs from the Cellar, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. You've been waiting for this moment. I have, for sure, for a long time. Craig Wiseman's here in the cellar. Good to see you. What's up, dude? It's we are in the cellar. I know we are in the cellar. You've been in, here for you've been here many times. I haven't been here in a while. This house, I love this house, though, because yeah. I, we, we've written many, <laughs> many, many songs here. Yeah. Sure yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for working it in. I know it's, uh, you know, I've been trying to work this out, but man, finally it's uh, happened. Man, happy to be here. Happy I love you, man. It's today. so good to see you. Um, I mean, just to say we go way back, we go way, way back. So uh, it's a different decades. It's been a long time. But, um, but man, I you knew, I knew when Phil was a, just a songwriter and he wrote, uh, what was that, your Alan Jackson hit? And your, <laughs> what was that? Uh, uh, you don't even know. You, you, were, you had Alan Jackson and Jody Messina. Right, right. Uh, he was just a songwriter. So we were just writing the songs. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm thinking about doing an artist thing. I was like, oh, you don't want to do that? Stay here and write with me. <laughs> Stay, come on, dude. I know. What was and, I thinking? And then we ended up uh, and then we ended up writing Just Another Day in Paradise. Right. And, um, and then and we were both out in California writing with somebody. We were driving around. Remember that? And you played me your, the, the, your cut, your... Album cut of Just Another Day in Paradise. We were driving around L.A. That's right. We had a lot of fun. I mean, it was uh, it was worth the days. I mean, we were just... Um, and, and back then, you know, it was, things have changed a lot in those days. Of course, you know, Craig is in the Hall of Fame. Of course, one of the biggest writers ever in Nashville. And, and uh, you know, it's just like we... We kind of came to town about the same time, but we lived in the same neighborhood. Remember, we like yeah. in uh, on Mass. <laughs> well, no, we, well, we, we were down Anderson Pre- Road and all that. So yeah, down at Priest Lake, yeah, we were down some little, little corner, little southeast corner of uh, of Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's changed, man, so much. But I mean, I, I'm so proud of you of everything you've done. So much more. I mean, we could get into that forever, but you know what? Um, so I, I know this. So Phil, he's playing at a bar. I went to go see him in his bar one night. I'd sit in and play drums. <laughs> That's right. And he was like, "Great yeah. drummer." And he said, and "He said, and he said, he, he said, man, yeah." The last night, he goes, "I was driving home and just on my street, heading to my apartment or condo or house, whatever it was." He goes, "I saw somebody breaking in and stealing a car, so I started chasing them and called the cops." He goes, "Call the cops, go hand behind this car right now and everything." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, stop chasing." He was like, "What are you talking about? I got him. Can we just just pull this car over?" <laughs> I forgot about like, that. That was our neighborhood. That yeah. was our. That was where we were at, dude. That was us. I remember hearing Live Like You Were Dying, and I just went, wow, Craig Wiseman, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's what I wrote, wrote it with, our, with our dear yeah, buddy. with Tim. Tim Nichols. And um, there's not, you know, there wasn't that much of a story about it. It really was. It was about, we had a friend of ours who had just had a baby and stuff and all that stuff, and he had... Got a misdiagnosis, like he went to him for a physical, you know, to get his insurance, and they were like, hey, man, something's up, some x-ray thing. And, of course, he just freaked out. And we all did, too. He had a young, you know, young bride, young baby. And it turned out that that went away. And, so, and, and we just, so we just started talking about just all that stuff. Like, wow, what if all of a sudden, like, hey, guess what? 
And we were like going, man, what would I, I don't know what I would do. I, I, would, feel like, I would feel like I would put tinfoil over my windows and just kind of, but the whole idea of responding to that in some kind of way of, man, time to get busy. I remember yeah. this Garrison Keeler story I heard right. about this lady who'd gone to the hospital and she, she'd gotten some, doctor said she might have cancer and she walked out of there, went to a bar and the, and the person goes, I remember the year I got cancer, best year of my life. I went to my. I always wanted to go to Montana and ride horses, so I went to Montana and rode horses, and we just started thinking about like that thing of well, yeah. instead of freaking out, what if you took that as like time to get busy, time right. to get busy with your life, and and we were just sitting there talking, and I grabbed my guitar and I was like, man, there's a title. There's like you know, dying to live, dying, dying. like live like you were dying. And Tim goes, yeah, that. Yeah. As soon as he stopped me on that idea, I started singing the chorus, and I could hear that weird chord. I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. I knew that was there, and we just yeah. started. And he had to go. He was doing something with his sons that day. He had to leave early. And we ended up getting, uh, in the next day or two, we got, I remember at midnight, I went in my living room. We wrote the second verse, me laying in the pitch black of my living room on the phone with him. I was just going, and we wrote the second verse there, and I demoed it. <laughs> Friday, mixed it Monday, played it for Tim Tuesday. And I heard, I always heard that he heard it while he was getting dressed for the CMAs on Wednesday. Yeah. And there we go. So. Just, and it was number one real, on Thursday. Real, yeah. <laughs> for 12 weeks or yeah, 18. Yeah, it was, it, was it was a. Let's do it, dude. I love it, man. This oh, man, you is, got What it. a great one. I said I was in my early 40s. With a lot of life before me And the moment came to stop me on a dime I spent most of the next days Looking at the x-rays Talking about the options Talking about sweet time I still want to sink in This might really be the real end How's it hit you? When you get that kind of news Man, what'd you do? He said I went skydiving I went Rocky Mountain climbing I went 2.7 seconds On a bull named Fu Manchu And I love deeper And I spoke sweeter And I gave forgiveness I've been Someday I hope you get the chance to live like you would die. He said I was finally the husband, but most of the time I wasn't, and I became a friend a friend would like to have. And all of a sudden, good vision wasn't such an imposition. And I went three times out of the year and lost my dad. And I finally read the good book and I took a good long hard look at what I'd do if I could do it all again. Yeah, man, man. I went sky. 
Rocky Mountain climbing I went 2.7 seconds On a bull named Full Matthew And I loved deeper And I spoke sweeter And I gave forgiveness I've been denying He said someday I hope you get the chance Live like you would die like tomorrow is a gift And you've got eternity To think about what you do there What did I do with it? What did I do with it? Do with it Skydiving I went Rocky Mountain climbing I went 2.7 seconds On a bullet funny you know we uh, we were just talking uh, just a minute ago about like co-writing like you and i've been co-writing for for years but i mean some of the folks that you've i mean i was thinking about nickelback and would you say you're writing with nelly this week or i mean it's like what do you think about all the it's like country you know hip-hop jam rock everybody's just it's kind of a cool thing don't you think it's- yeah so it is it's all kind of um yeah it's all it's all just trying to make good music and whatever Whatever it happens to be, whether it's Nickelback or yeah, you know, right. or or you know, whatever, man, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. you know, and it's fun. It's challenging, and that's, I do love the world now. That, you know, you know, all the streaming stuff now. They're trying to even actually get away from genres. They just want to call it moods. They they put a song out, and people just go, "Oh, that makes me feel like a party," or that, that, "That makes me feel like exercising and relaxing." So they don't, they don't, they don't even want the genre thing. Instead of trying to educate people on genres, they just want to go. I just want party music. Well, cool. Right. So fine. Here's so 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 here's this, and here's a Keith Urban song, and and here's here's a here's a, you know, it's just like yeah, exactly. Just I I just want a party song. I want an up tempo. I want a fun song. I want a bad. I want yes. So it's like we're finally kind of getting there where there's not some label and some. You know, something that somebody else figured out and called and classified in the, in the uh, you know, Old Town Road, the thing with Little Nas, that right. whole thing of, well, it's not country, they wouldn't play it. It was the biggest song of the year. Right. That kind of shows still some people, like, it's not country, we're not going to play it. Like, yeah, that's a great song. I wouldn't play that. I mean, why would you want to play a great song? Yeah. Holy right. crap. You know, you're like, what's that? It might get out of hand. You start just playing, <laughs> you start playing great songs people want to hear. Uh oh! No, they weren't in trouble. They were in trouble, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so well, it's it's interesting is just to see just the transition between all this stuff and all the. But you know, but when we were writing though, we were kind of we were always a little bit because Phil and I both we came from bars, right? And the thing is, I was a great equalizer, so we both kind of came exactly. from bars, and in Nashville at the time, especially. You go to songwriter nights, and there'd be brilliant songwriters, but they do four ballads in a row, and then. Do that again and do that again. And Phil and I both were like going, 
If that was our band, we would starve to death. That's right, exactly. Like you do like one you do like one battle a night. That's yeah, <laughs> so, so, all we do in our show. I think what one or two battles maybe during the whole yeah. two hour show. And that's what I liked about Phil. I could see his band and stuff. And it was all I came from bars too. And it was like so everything we were writing was at least kind of up and a little bit kind of fun and stuff. And right. that's, that, that's how we found each other. American child, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, seven pounds, three ounces. We were talking, we were sitting right here upstairs at this house yes, writing the yes, song. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, talking about how, you know, and the world was different. And we were talking about stuff going on in the, in the crazy world at that time. And, and uh, you know, but it was, in uh, that, that little picture, that little lead picture. And, I mean, it's funny how everything we, we got into that song. And it was just, um, you know, I mean, thank God. You know, I wrote it with, with you. It's like I've always, Craig's always got a way of, of uh, just breaking yeah. things down to this picture, you know, and that's what it was all about. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what, it's oh, one yeah, of my. Man, American Child, though. American Child was, um, yeah, that was, a, that was a special, cool. I remember we, we, we did three quarter time song, too. Yeah. Everybody was doing, nobody awesome. was doing that. Right. We were just, we were. Yeah, yeah, we totally just were like, nah, let's yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. That's what we always did. That's what we always did. It's like, nah, let's yeah. make a song up, and it was great. Yeah. I love it. Do something. Yeah. Should, Should we do, do it? it? What, what rule are we gonna break today? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's break them all. Let's do this one, man. Well, I was thin, I was thin, and I was playing first base with a second-hand glove and dirt on my face. In nowhere, Virginia, who'd ever figure that kid in the yard would go very far? Because 419 Lakewood had no silver spoons, just an old beat-up upright that played out of tune. Now I'm singing and living the life that I love. And when I count my blessings, thank God I was an American child, an American child. Cause dreams can grow while born inside an American child. Isn't that right, Craig? That's right. Craig. You hear about that girl? Seven pounds, three ounces, she's got my nose. She's into my heart as deep as it goes. With a promise that's more than just someone's last name. She's anyone's equal. Late August came an American child. An American child. Cause dreams can grow wild.
Back with my brother Craig Wiseman and J Dog. We are, uh, we we can't, you know, we can't leave without doing Bobby with an eye. It's one not, of my. F- not every song was a hit. It's I know, I but know. it's one of my favorite songs we ever wrote. It's one of my. It's one of my favorite songs. Period. Period. I know, and we do this song at our show and our concerts, and it's one of the, it's a it's a huge hit. Well, the whole thing was, we we had talked about because we all knew how Southern Town is, and so you know whatever the media and big people they think Southern Towns are all these things. We all knew like. Man, they just roll with whatever's going on. And then I right. saw this documentary about 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 people who cross dressed and everything. Mm-hmm. And just and it was like and people were you know, I was just like, so what if what if just a small town just had a guy that just uh-huh. started cross dressing? But it's like it's one it's one thing. It's like the, the song we wrote this song, it's like, listen, man, it's like it's be, it's everybody be inclusive. It doesn't matter. We're all different and what makes us different makes us great, right? And yeah. I think that's what the song well, was all about. So we live and let live. That's how yeah, it is. We nobody, live and let nobody gives a second thought these days. I know, and I, and I love like, it. I love it. And people love this song. I mean, they love it. I mean, we should do this song, okay? Oh, yeah. You're singing this. We're, this is no, really you great. you got it, dude. <laughs> all right, I'm going to sing what you meant. Since I can't remember when we all went together to school. Yes, we did. Linebacker, a quarterback, sacker, yeah, Bobby is as big as a mule. So imagine our shock. About 10 o'clock down at the whistle stop one weekend. The whole place stopped. You could have heard a pin drop. The minute he walked in, and it was Bobby with an Driving that tow truck, but he ain't taking no lip. Uh-uh. He's been known to punch a few teeth out if you talk about some beauty tips. So we live and let live. That's how it is. Nobody gives a second thought these days. And when somebody hollers, hey, there's a chick in the men's room. We just smile and say, now that's just Bobby with an eye.
ba 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 Thanks for hanging out with us in the cellar today. Songs from the cellar. 